The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Great and exciting things are happening. They are ahead, so get excited, be hopeful, and believe and trust in our Lord Jesus Christ. He is awesome. And let me read you a few scriptures before I give you the prophecy for the church, for the body of Christ all over the world. It is for you, okay? Isaiah 43, verse 2, When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Isaiah fifty four seventeen. We are familiar with this. No weapons formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment you will refute. That is Isaiah fifty four verse seventeen. And also Jesus promises in Luke chapter twenty one verse five, for I will give you words and wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist or contradict. We are coming out from this lockdown. We are coming out from these challenges for the year and affliction. But you know, and I hope you remember, one of the prophecies for 2020 is this is a clarity that we will have a clear understanding and also restoration. Also, that this is the most awesome decade. It is going to be a blessing. So out of this, these weapons were formed, but they will not prosper. So expect this country to prosper, to recover very fast. So we're coming out from the challenges and afflictions for this year. What we need to do now is to focus in developing our personal relationship with our Lord Jesus. It is very important. What is he telling you? You and I need to trust him. We need to obey him, okay? We are coming out, and we will come out of this pandemic stronger and more united, stronger in our faith through our Lord Jesus Christ, and stronger as the body of Christ, and we are more united as a nation. You know what? We discovered that we have more things that we share, that we agree with that this nation is not really divided. We were just led to believe we were lied to by the media and the wicked people. But now our eyes are opened. We have more clarity and understanding for this year. Amen? I also mentioned last week that I sensed and I saw a major shifting that is taking place in the atmosphere And we will begin to see things manifesting in a major way. Started this week and the intensity and will be greater manifestations next week and thereafter. This is a good news of the gospel. It is not the bad news. It is not Armageddon. That is not for you and I. 
Our walk with Jesus is the most important thing now. We can start all over again. We can go deeper into it. So these are the two major events that will happen in a big way that never happened or manifested before in a long, long time. Not in how great the proportion is, the intensity and how great and the magnitude of this. What I'm hearing from the Lord and what he wants us to release to you is prepare and participate, believe and obey. There are two R's, two major things that will happen and some are happening now. They will happen at the same time. The two R's are reset and revolution. That will be for Christians all over the world. This is thus saith the Lord. So those who miss their visitation, their calling, those who rebelled, those who disobeyed God, today is a reset for you. Reset is also means restoration. In Hebrews chapter 3 verse 7 and Hebrews chapter 3 verse 15 says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. So do not harden your hearts today and don't try to earn this. This is a gift of life because our God is such a loving and a merciful God. So things, you will be reestablished. You will be called to take your post. Obey and trust the Lord Jesus and be led by the Holy Spirit. Those are your instruction. Those are the condition of the manifestation of this prophecy. Things are going to be reset differently. New beginning for some. And those things that were taken from you, those things that were lost or missed, they will be restored back to you in a greater manner, in a greater way. This is for you. So I gave you the scripture, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 7, and Hebrews chapter 3, verse 15. All you need to do is to listen to the Holy Spirit, reestablish your relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. This is for the body of Christ. The second major prophecy that we're going to see manifest, that will happen, is starting this year, revolution. What is the meaning of revolution? Revolution means a movement of one object around a center or another object. Revolution means also the movement of the earth around the sun. For us Christians, in this period of reset or this period of restoration, those who have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church, those who hearken to the voice of the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, will become their center and their focus in every areas of their lives. Glory to God. This is very interesting, and this is exciting, and this is going to happen. Jesus will take a center stage. Another definition of revolution is a forceful overthrow of a government by the people or any sudden or grand change. A forceful overthrow of a government by the people or revolution means a sudden or a grand change. The government of men, man-made doctrines and doctrines of demons that are operating in the church right now, 
They are going to be overthrown or to go through a drastic change. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. In Luke chapter 16, verse 16, NIV. The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the good news of the kingdom of God is being preached. The good news of the kingdom of God is being preached, and everyone is forcing his way into it. And you know, you cannot enter the kingdom of God if you are not born again. So this is for those that are born again. Whether you are Catholic, whether you're Baptist, whatever denominations you are, God is asking you to be born again so that you can enter the kingdom of God. That is the difference, okay? For the born again, what they call Christians and Christians that are in an established church, you have to be born again. So this is what we are talking about. The move of God is going to be so revolutionary that God's ways of doing things here on earth will be implemented by revolutionary group of people of God. They will revolve around Jesus. We need to continue to continue to sing that song. Jesus is the center of it all. Because this is what happened in the church without us knowing about it. You know, in 1 Samuel chapter 8, we know that the nation of Israel wanted to have a king like any other nation. They didn't want to be ruled by God direct through prophet Samuel or through another prophet, right? Because prophets, they are God's spokesperson. So, but the nation of Israel wanted to be like any other nation on the face of the earth. In 1 Samuel chapter 8, starting with verse 6, it says, But when they said, Give us a king to lead us, this displeased Samuel. So he prayed to the Lord, and the Lord told him, Listen to the people, all that they were saying to you. It is not you they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. And Samuel tried to explain to the people, instructed by God, this is what the king is going to do to you. But in 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 19, the people refused. It says, 1 Samuel chapter 8, verse 19, But the people refused to listen to Samuel. No, they said, we want a king over us. Then we'll be like all the other nations with a king to lead us and to go out before us and fight our battles. It means to say, we don't want God to be our source. We want a man. Do you know that in these days, this is exactly what many Christians are doing in these present days. They chose a king or a, a spiritual leader to rule over them. They do not want to develop the personal relationship with God. They do not want to take that responsibility. They do not want to be led by the Holy Spirit. Instead, they want a spiritual leader to tell them what to do, for the leaders to pray for all of them, to fight their battles. They do not want God to be their God and king and rule over them. Instead, 
many Christians have chosen men and women to rule over other Christians. This has been my frustrations for many, many years. And thank God, I am very grateful that the Lord told me that revolution in the body of Christ is coming, and he gave me a glimpse of what it's going to be like, that Jesus will be the front and center. It means to say that many, many, many Christians from all walks of life will now submit to instruction and discipleship so that they will mature and they will not need a middleman to listen and to hear from God for them. They will listen, they will talk to God face to face, and then they will going to obey God's instruction. And they will not cater to men any longer, but they will trust God. They will be led by the Holy Spirit. Remember, you cannot enter the kingdom of God if you're not being led by the Holy Spirit, if you are not being taught by the Holy Spirit. Remember, the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating or drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. The kingdom of God is not mere words, but of power. That is what's missing in the church today. Doctrines of men, rules made by men, is stopped the people of God from having this personal relationship. It is like there are only few people that are anointed, handpicked by God or, or appointed by men that goes directly to God. If you are a child of God, you don't need a middleman to go to your father God. You don't need a middleman to go and be in the kingdom of God. Now we have so many ministries, have so many lists of do's and don'ts that we don't really mature God's people. It is time for us to start. Some leaders decide whether God's people are ready to, to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They have so many rules before they can receive the gift of tongues as if the gifts of the Holy Spirit are from them. It is the Holy Spirit who will decide. It is according to his will and let him decide. And we require so many steps for the people of God to slow down their growth instead of accelerating their maturity so that they can serve God and they can serve God's people. So some leaders or many, many leaders have become kings. It is okay for us to be kings because that is our destiny. But we are not supposed to be kings to rule over other Christians or to rule over our brothers and sisters. That we are the head. We will be king for the unbelievers. That's why we have so many confusions sometimes in on the prophecies that are contained in the holy book. Just like foreigners will tend your vineyard. It means to say foreigners of the covenant are the one who will be reporting to you. They are subject to us kings, but not our brothers and sisters. We're supposed to mature them. So thank God there will be a new generation of, of people, many of them young people, revolutionary people that are coming to the forefront and will take the kingdom of God by force. 
Glory to God. It's about time, and I wanted to see this manifest in my lifetime. So this lockdown period have given us opportunity to pray to the Lord directly, to rely on Him, and nobody can protect us. We depended on ourselves and our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ instead of looking to men. Many have experienced Jesus in a deeper and greater and glorious way. Glory to God. So the Lord turned around this negative situation, these afflictions that we got, to turn things around for his glory. Now you know that God answers prayers, and he is not a respecter of person, and he does not play favorites. This revolution that is coming, that will manifest, will remove those kings from ruling over God's people. And it is my prayer that many leaders, us leaders, including myself, we need to decrease so that Jesus will increase to all of his people. They are not our people. They are not our sheep. They belong to God. And we're supposed to train them to be priests and kings, not and or. And let us remove this remnant mentality. Let us remove that from our vocabulary. We don't want remnants. We want majority of the body of Christ to be so matured and so powerful, more anointed than us, more victorious and greater success, more prosperous than us, so that we can present them to our Lord Jesus Christ as a glorious church. They are not ours. And you know what? This is now released in the atmosphere, and God is faithful. He watches his every word to fulfill what he set out, those prophetic words, his words, his promises. He's going to show himself so strong and so faithful for the benefit of his people and for the glory of his name. So a revolution that is going to take place is this revolutionary men and women will take the kingdom of God by force. And the kings, those who are lording over God's people, they will going to lose their influence. Glory to God. You know, when God deals with his leaders while they're still here on earth, it means, it means to say he has not given up on you and he doesn't want to. He is merciful that he doesn't want to lose you forever. But I wanted to remind each and every one of us, now that we have the reset that God is promising us now, and the revolution that is going to take place in the body of Christ, even all over the world, even in other nations, the righteous people, many righteous people, will now, will now lead nations. And let's continue to pray for your political leaders. But there is a great reckoning that is coming especially here in United States of America, concerning the politicians. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Okay, even though we accept the Lord Jesus Christ, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven if you do not follow the commands or the will of Father God. Verse 22. 
Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. Could you imagine that? They were in the ministry. They were prophets. They have a healing ministry, deliverance ministry, workings of miracles. And they missed it big time. Jesus never knew them. It means to say, yes, they believe in his name, that his name has the authority in heaven and on earth. But they did not have personal relationship with him. Verse 24. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Then rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. You know, the house on the sand. In the original text, Jesus was talking about the wadis in Israel. Wadis like a canals, but it was not formed or built by men. It's by water. The wadis, that when it rain, you better not be in one of those wadis. It's very dangerous. Because in a matter of seconds, the water will come rushing down and you will be swept away. That is what, G what uh, Jesus' illustration is. Those who hear the, the words of mine and they did not obey it, they just like they built their house upon the wadis. And a rain will swept that house in a matter of seconds. A lot of people have lost their lives on wadis because when it rains, you better get out of there fast. Verse 28, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at this teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. Have you encountered, and you be honest, body of Christ, you come in a service or a conference and there's nothing. Yeah, what they're saying is true, and some have even performances, but there is no amazement. There is no revelation that will come. You better start praying for that leader, and you better start praying for God to lead you where he wants you to be. We have to preach the gospel of good news with authority. So those people that are in the ministry that Jesus is talking about in this chapter, they missed it big time. And they will have so many regrets. And it is my prayer for those that are listening in this message that it will be different with us. It will be different for this generation. It will be different for this decade. That you will hearken to the voice of God and build your house on the foundation and build your house upon the rock. And Jesus is the rock. And you know what? It is real easy to obey God and to trust him. And it is so easy to develop that personal relationship with him. 
I'm running out of time. Let me share this with you, and I'm going to be fast. I was preparing for the Resurrection Sunday service, and I asked the Lord, Lord, I said, I want to really do something for you that you want for me. And I wanted to do something to express my gratitude on how grateful I am with what you did. And because you called me, what do you want me to do? And he said, Christina, I want you to teach a prophetic school online now that it's locked down, that those people, especially my people overseas, can now attend this. And it's just so easy. So I held the first prophetic school training online last Thursday and Friday. And we have a big number of registration, and I might continue it next week. You need to trust God. He is so easy to please. He is such a wonderful God. Develop that personal relationship with him, okay? God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.